This is a HeadGum Podcast. All right, here we go. Shut up. It's time to spring into something delicious with HelloFresh. Every week you get fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and recipes delivered to your door. Once you get 16 free meals plus 3 free gifts with code BANTER16 at HelloFresh.com slash BANTER16. That's HelloFresh.com slash BANTER16. Time for the show! (laughs) (laughs) That was a great ending. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history road. Dynamic banter. You ended it with the music? Yeah, I tried. That's great. <laughs> I tried, but I wasn't really in it. In it. The show. <laughs> What's up, Mike? What? Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> what? Hi. How you doing, man? I'm good. I feel like I'm in a perpetual state of being tired, but that's not interesting to talk about. So I'm going to pretend Listen, man, something is, else is going on. This is your show, too. Yes. You say whatever the fuck you want, son. I don't think if I was listening to a podcast, I don't think I would want to listen to somebody talk about how they're tired. I guess that's true. But I'd say at this point, we have a nice group of, of fine folks listening here that are like, you know, maybe care a little bit about how we're doing IRL. I'll say this. Maybe sometimes it'll start slow. We've had so many episodes start yeah. kind of slow talking about being tired. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, something zany happens. And we don't have to worry about that because it's like skyrocketing into the future. What would you do if one of your friends just randomly skyrocketed into the future? Uh, so I had a show last night and it was in Redondo Beach. Are you, what is your, thank you. I didn't expect you guys to. They never cheer for me. They never cheer for anything I've ever said. Yeah, you really got to earn it. <laughs> Uh, you, you really have you really have to ask a friend about their opinion about Redondo Beach for them to go. <laughs> they just love you more than they love me. So you grew up on on in this part of the country. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Redondo Beach? I don't know anything about Redondo Beach. Hmm. I know it's right along the coast, probably going. What are we going south? What was the main? thing that i said that tipped you off <laughs> that it was in the coast did you say it was on the coast <laughs> it's called redondo oh, what, beach it's called redondo beach yeah well i guess <laughs> I, yeah i mean i know that if i kept going south and headed towards san diego sorta yeah or if i just took the coast if i took the pch is it south i honestly don't yeah. uh yeah. i think it is that makes sense um, i've been to uh uh long beach Yes. Is that near Redonda? I think it's near it. Yeah. It's weird. It's because it's like rich boy beach town, but also it's like there are giant looming factories in the background. Oh, interesting. So it's like, you know how at Disney Place, they will make a set to cover up like an air conditioner? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of how Redondo Beach feels to me. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. I just put two and two together. So it's like an industrial town. But it's also rich. But it's painted real nice. And so, because there are industrial towns in all over, obviously. But in Let's cut to one.
Coming to you live from Mint Factory, I guess. <laughs> him up we can't wake him up you gotta hear it and you gotta not laugh at all (laughs) oh god i can't i can't so gotta watch the video podcast this week so good can we tell people what's happening or you'd rather they see it i mean you're you're we can tell you what's happening but it's not gonna be any good unless you say it dude there's a microphone by a big sleeping beautiful dog that kind of looks like a muppet and every time he snores we're gonna hit the roll and we're gonna go into the darn in your beer Dude, that's a boy right there. Big boy. It, you can see him on the Dynamic Banter story uh, that happened mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it might still be up. Yes, his name is Simon. He's very good. We're dog-sitting for a dog named Simon and a friend named Mike. And he's uh, he's just the best to have around. He's a big cuddle bug. And he just looks like adorable. a Volkswagen. Adorable. Giant like, pit bull, giant head. Someone took like a... A wild boar and he put a like, dog head on it. Yeah. He looks like if John Goodman did the voice for Puma. But John Goodman <laughs> from the Roseanne days. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Dude. And he really does struggle to breathe because of all the just, fat around his neck. I mean, but he's just the best boy I've ever done. See, I've, I, look. <laughs> You're not going to be, I'd like to take a minute to be serious right now. This boy is so well behaved and like is a, a fine example of a good boy. And he loves you guys. Oh, he and he got a boner for Kevin. He got a boner that? for Kevin yesterday. He was pushing lipstick for that little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Simon was push pop up top for Kevin. <laughs> but I love that boy. Good Dude, boy. Also, that this is chill. normally red for the show, but it's going to stay on Rainbow for Pride. Wow. What, Mike. I just want to be one of the brands that says happy Pride. <laughs> Dude, all those letters from all those people we get in the mail that say Mike doesn't like LGBTQ+. And that's all of the wrong. letters. 100% wrong. of the letters. I'm going to say right now that they're wrong. Yes. Um, Mike, uh-huh. uh, you were so, okay. So let's talk, let's t- uh, get the Redondo beach thing out of the way because I want to, yeah, that was just a conversation starter. So well, it's a no, very pretty but, place, but there was something I wanted to add to like the industrial look of things. Oh, like okay. there's some towns that have like, like, have you ever been to Dockweiler? No, it's like a beach. Big boots that girls Big wear. Big boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doc They always complain about how they hurt for so long until they're good. Dr. Weiler. <laughs> boots. Dr. <Weiler. laughs> no, it's Doc and it's like a, um, it's like one of the only beaches in LA that you can have um, a bonfire on. Okay. The beach. Because they have these like metal drums and you can like rent them. It's safe. <laughs> But, but it's like a, and it's a beautiful beach, but like literally like if you, so if you face the ocean, you're seeing the ocean, it's beautiful, it's wonderful. You turn the other way, 300 and, well, 360 would come back. You turn 180. Yeah. And you look directly behind you. There is like the most disgusting industrial giant factory pipes. And Do like, you know you, where? You've been there, Kevin? Yeah, we call it the cloud machine. 
The Cloud Museum? Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been to Doc Wyland. Yeah. Is that like Morro Bay area? It's it's here. It's LA. Oh, oh, oh. Dude, yeah. there is, in Morro Bay, there's a huge shut down, like decommissioned power plant right on the water. Yeah. And it looks like menacing as fuck. Like a nightmare, like villain fortress. Yeah, but also like really like simplistic. Yeah. Like somebody drew it for like- Like a, a cartoon? Uh, yeah, like Pappy drew it. <laughs> But Dude. it's so fucking, it's cool as fuck. So, but what you're saying about Redondo Beach is, is that they've made that look nice. The fact that they have these big industrial things. Yeah, it's like a beautiful, I think it's like a wealthy it. town. So, like it's yeah. a town you would go for brunch. So that's the difference between like an industrial town where they don't put money into the aesthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And an industrial town where they put money yeah. into the aesthetics. Dude, if you got a coal burning plant in your town, paint it up. Yeah, like give it like, you know what, for Pride Month, color the, all the things different rainbow colors. Yeah. Something tells me the people in the coal factory probably don't want that. <laughs> Why do they give a fuck? Like it matters at all to them what the color of the goddamn thing is. I wonder how many people would openly eject, inject, <laughs> uh, reject. What, what are, reject having a rainbow colored <laughs> dirty coal burning <laughs> We want to be represent. Yeah, it's like that's it's like, like having the dump. Have that, like you know what's interesting <laughs> is that is that's like a government move. It's a total government. That's move. like like a city uh, move. Like let's paint this to make it appear better, but it's yeah. the same as it's always been. There's like a town meeting, and they're like all what these grumpy fucks. What if we painted it gay? Would people yeah. still not want it to? Palutha. <laughs> There's one nice lady that lives that's in the committee that goes up to the podium and goes, <laughs> yeah, "Ladies and gentlemen, to 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 review, I think we need to have more. Uh, I'd like to read the minutes. representation. I think we need more representation in this town. Uh, LGBTQ plus people of color. We need more representation in this town. And then there's there's mumbling, and then one guy in the back was like. Uh, we could paint the factory. What if we painted the dump <laughs> rainbow colors? What if every hill on the dump was a different spray painted rainbow color? What if we paint the ground with toxic paint? <laughs> what about this, really the pretty. sign that says the dump is yeah. just a rainbow? And now. then, and then, July first, yeah, completely back gone, to gone, gone, yeah. back to America. <laughs> paint it grass Let's color. Let's bring it back to what matters most: <laughs> those colors on the flag. I ain't talking about them damn lucky charms. Do they paint it red, white, and blue for the rest of the year? Yeah. Toxic paint. <laughs> the dump is going to be American <laughs> from here on out. The dump is American. <laughs> anyway. Drain the dump. Also, people who don't have that accent say those things as well. No, totally. But um, it's funnier that way. It's a cartoon. But I will say <laughs> that um, it's fun. It's fun when you see people try, but it's not good. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> Let's play him out. <laughs> He's slowly fucking, slowly floating through the ceiling, just like that. <laughs> Bye, Simon. <laughs> Damn, that puppy's going in the void. This puppy's taking a journey. He's a bit, he just wants to hang out. That's his whole thing. He just thing. wants to hang out and be loved and scritched. They're they're pack animals, you know. Um, I want to sleep while my friends are talking. Dude, totally. Don't you love it? Do you find a comfort in that? There's some people who find a comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I do. It's nice. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 Zoya says whenever we dog sit for someone, <sighs> it makes her not want a dog. Even though they're fun to hang out with, it's a lot. Right. You have to do a lot, yeah. you know? But every time, She's I'm like, right. there's always someone excited about when you come home. Mm-hmm. There's always someone being like, fucking, you're back. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Let's go sit down. I know. I love <laughs> it, right? Let's go sit down for as long as you want to be sat yeah, yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Or let's go walk around the neighborhood and, and smell everything. I'd love it. We could legitimately go walk around the neighborhood and smell everything in the neighborhood. Everything you want. If you want. If you want. Or we could just sit down forever. And have chips. And we can watch each other eat. (laughs) This fucking car won't turn over. I can't start the car. I can't start the car. The car won't start. I can't start the car. I can't start the car. The car won't start. Can't start the car. The car won't start. Can't start the car. Can't start the car. Let's try again. Let's try again. Have one more game. Can't start the car. The engine's rumbling. It's not making enough a groove. To make the motherfucker move. Engines rumbling. Dude, we could be a band, yeah. and that it would just be that. Yeah. And it's so special. You can't recreate yeah. that. Yeah. And I think people, we should like only release our music in like Iceland or something Dude, like that. We should we should it's submit like, for who the... Who is the musicians with the dog? Let's submit for the grant. What's the show called? The big... Rock grand, and Roll Hall of Fame. No, there's like a, a, a European, like Eurovision. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and we can never recreate it. And yeah. Simon's just there like... We have Are Simon all these people in gonna that chair, no? <laughs> like in Iceland, and we're podcasting. In the middle. <laughs> yeah, the table's there. Like it's part of the band that we talk about. Like yeah. we're talking about Redondo Beach in Iceland. Yeah, and, and painting stuff. We're in a big, beautiful <laughs> field, and like I have my shoes off and my backpacks yeah. here. And there's like there's tall wind. There's, there's like there's a couple grass. other things for no reason. Like the little fridge is there. This couch. Yeah, Kevin's there. Kevin's there. <laughs> The three cameras in the middle of the field. <laughs> That's Dude. actually kind of beautiful and fun. <clears throat> people would love it. That's Imagine like if we... Polyphonic Spree was two people and had a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Has anybody put a dog up on stage with a microphone, you think, in a live show before? Sure. Spuds McKenzie used to go on tour. <laughs> That's right. And he'd do cover- kiss covers. He'd crack beers. He'd fucking shotgun beers. <laughs> and he's dead now. There's no way Spuds McKenzie is alive. Absolutely not. Right? Absolutely not. Do you know, Simon? Okay. Let's see what's up with Spuds. Let's go to Spuds McKenzie's Wikipedia. Spuds McKenzie, R.I.P. When? Um, so Spuds McKenzie um, is a fictional dog. No, he's was, a real dog. Well, but he, but Spuds McKenzie, the character, he was, was fictional. Like, yeah. Right, the mascot of Budweiser. Right, but heavy. It was a bull terrier. Yes. which are real cute looking dogs. They got that big, thick nose. They kinda. look like a pencil eraser. Exactly. Uh, and it was used for an extensive advertising campaign marketing Bud Light beer in the 1980s. No dog from the 80s is alive, yeah? <laughs> what do you think, buddy? <laughs> let's, get to, let's get to Simon. Get Simon's thoughts. He's in space. He's just slowly floating around space. 
<laughs> and he can't. If he woke up, he'd be like, "Whoa, what's the? Hmm. She's gonna scratch me up here." I could see Ryan taking a photoshopped image of that of just Simon's head. And then sh- wiggling it when the snore happens in the sound file, you know, like for the TikTok, you know what I'm talking about? Like it's super close up. <laughs> um, so the doc, so Buzz McKenzie first shored up uh, uh, at a Bud Light Super Bowl ad in 1987. Okay. And 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 the dude, the idea for Spuds McKenzie came from a twenty-three-year-old art director <laughs> named John Moore. Dude, this guy was I got an idea. chugging brewskis. He fucking loves yeah. brews. There's only one, and what do you love more than brews? Oh fuck, dude! I hadn't even thought of that. My dog, dude. My... Some, one time, I put a Hawaiian shirt on my dog. <laughs> <laughs> fed him beer fucking all night dude what and let it... me tell you there's nothing chiller than a dog that goes to sleep for 38 hours <laughs> dude that's the vibe i'm trying to go for and when we got back from the from the vet i said you are the absolute chillest dog i ever seen in my life but you're not driving dude the little fist bump the dog this is crazy was there like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen where there's like 14 Spuds McKenzie's? Spuds McKenzie was p- portrayed by a female bull terrier. Oh, Spuds is a girl. Spuds is a girl named Honey Tree Evil Eye. <laughs> Dude, that's like what they named bulls in Honey, the pro bull riding. Yeah. yeah. Or like when the horse races. Grandpa's delicate foot is coming around the edge and we've got it. Honey tree you lie coming out the edge. John's shaky leg is coming around the corner. John's shaky leg. <laughs> They're all candle scents. Mama's truck is coming around the corner there with. <laughs> and around the bend it's Mama's truck. <laughs> yeah. And we got Lunchbox PB and J coming around the corner now, and he's looking good. Damn. Melted candles on the end. He's coming <laughs> quick. Candles. Sleepy melted candles on the outside. Sleepy babies coming around the edge, and she's looking fine. Do you miss bagged lunch? Did you have that? Did your I mom make a bagged lunch? lunch yeah. What was like? What did your mom normally put in your lunch? Well, we definitely have a PB and J in there. Anything else was like, get it out. Mm-hmm. You know what? There was something about my childhood taste that prevented me from finding any appetizing uh, or enjoyment out of like some kind of sandwich with mayonnaise in it. Gross. Right? I don't understand For some the reason. Uh, white people love mayonnaise thing. I like mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. And I'll say it to mayonnaise's yeah. face. If mayonnaise was here right now, I would open it up. And I would plug my nose and I would throw up in it small. It's very... <laughs> and then I'd screw it back on and I'd put it back in the store to serve as a punishment for the next person who thought I'm, mayonnaise was good. Fuck mayonnaise in my you. ass. <laughs> I'm warning you. I know. I didn't mean to... Ringo, I didn't mean to fly off the edge. Peace I also want to say your NFTs are trash. Peace and I hate up. mayonnaise. Dude, I, I, here's the thing. Man- no one's going to tell Ringo his NFTs are trash. Dude. How could no one be like, don't do this? Who's gonna say no to Ringo? He's so positive. It's gonna crash and burn. It's gonna crash and burn. Everybody wants Ringo to be happy. Everyone wants Ringo to live forever. That's fine. His 
Just don't put out trash. <laughs> don't put out trash. I, you know what's the weirdest thing to me about it is, is that someone went to Ringo and was like, "Look, you know how to make uh, you an extra make, billion dollars. Yeah, you want to make like a lot of money, probably for doing nothing. Peace and love, absolutely. Peace and love. love is code for dollars and cents. Yeah." Peace and love. More peace and love. Peace and love. (laughs) I have peace and love. You need to give it to me. My friend peace and my friend love have something to say. (laughs) Oh, what's this? It's Ringo's checkbook. What do I write here in the blank section? Well, peace and love. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back to Ringo's checkbook. Dude, yeah, I uh, d- mayo is very divisive. It's gross. I think it's gross. Like, um, I was the only place I remember even seeing it in like a super casual setting was like tuna fish every once in a while. Tuna fish sandwich has mayonnaise, and admittedly, I like that. I never knew that that was mayonnaise, and as soon as I did, I was off tuna fish forever, and I would just eat wow. the tuna fish like out of the can, uh, tiny bones and all. And which is not good. Don't do that. You Should go on the record. Bones. They're no, soft. They hurt so bad. They're Fish so... bones hurt so bad. Anyway, and then um, like Wendy's. I love Wendy's. And they put mayonnaise on their stuff. And I'm always like, hey, man, please don't let it touch my shit. Yeah. Because it's, it's like sandwich glue. It's cr- it's like it disgusts you. I really don't like it a lot. I get it. it, it, it it's, it's not a pleasing looking thing. No. It's not pleasing at all. I don't like it. I bet if you put a bucket of mayonnaise in front of Simon, he would eat it before he formed an opinion about it. Like you know those cats that you give them, you show them something, and they go. <laughs> yeah, that's what he would do, dude. I have so many of those saves. Those are so. You know fun. how valuable a save is. We would be the most popular podcast in the world if one of you saved our reels. And I have multiple cats throwing up. Because <laughs> <laughs> their eyes yeah. look each other. <laughs> it's like the first time. Every time a cat throws up, it's like the first time that's ever happened uh-huh. for any cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, their whole body goes up. Yeah. <laughs> It's really, dude. Do you remember back in the day, the Ghostbusters? What was it? What was the cartoon called? The real, the real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Do you remember their action figures? Yeah. Because I've still never seen anything. I'm not really up on toys right yeah. now. I guess, but they were regular like Ghostbusters. They looked like cartoon that you could hold. It was very cool. I and then I you squeeze their this. legs together, and they did like. They get scared. scared. Version. So their little eyes would bug out, or their head, and their jaw yeah. would like unhinge, yeah. and their tongue would pop out. <laughs> yeah. But you would never know just like resting state of the figure, right. and that's what you have to look that up. And They're that's so what cool. cats look like, dude. When they throw a, up. <laughs> a billion percent, dude. Holy shit, that's the greatest. Yeah. Comparison. You'd have to know that. To yeah. get it. Well, and use the internet gold. and fucking look it up. Do gold. a little bit of work. I think it's worth it. Dude, especially the Egon one. Do you remember the Egon one? Yeah, that's his the one I had, would I go think. Up, yeah. And his whole neck would pop out yeah. of his body. <laughs> yes. And, yes. His, and his like tongue would come out. Yeah. Of a, yeah. Dude. I loved him. So good. And then the cool thing about the Ghostbusters, this is why we're, we all grew up fucking obsessed, especially like our whatever. 
um, they also had like people characters. Yeah. Like there was like an old woman Granny that you Gross. could buy, and she was like either possessed or scared as fuck She's or whatever. Possessed. Yeah, yeah. She's Granny Gross. That's cool. And as you fuck. would pu- and she looks just like a sweet old lady. But you pull the head up and an entire jaw unhinged from <laughs> yeah. her body. And then a fucking tongue was there. Yeah. It was like, dude, what the fuck? Dude, I had this Ghostbusters toy that was like just a ghoul. Kind of looked like Simon. But like a purple ghoul with spikes. And Big it had a wheel, like a motorcycle wheel in it. Oh, yeah. And then it had a little ripcord. That you, it would spin the wheel and you put it down. And you would take off. And you're supposed to do it in the dark because it has glow-in-the-dark eyes. Yeah. And, oh, and it shot fucking sparks the out of the sparks, yeah. That was the kind of Dude. toys we had. We, and that's I cool as shit. I love those spark toys. Yeah. The one, the wind-up little dragon and the sparks would come out of its mouth. And it hurt. Yeah. If you touched it at and the it, wrong time. Dude, I would always put my finger up to it. Always. Always. That's what a kid. That's yeah. why you don't give kids right flint right. or whatever the fuck. It's, it's totally called. flint because I remember legitimately trying to start fires on the carpet. <laughs> yeah, like, like how do I? What can I? Fight? Yeah, exactly. why would you have given me this yeah. if you didn't want me to try to start fires? Dude, the best one. I put other figures in the mouth. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> absolutely. St- roll up a piece of paper and stick it into the mouth. <laughs> Dude. I, you know, ghosts are always eating fire. There was one. <laughs> there was one from the Darkwing Duck. I've talked about this. It's from the Darkwing Duck cartoon, and it, it is like this villain called like Live Wire or something like that, or like Megavolt or something. Megavolt. And he was a rat with like a plug on his head, <laughs> like an like an electric plug, and he was like electrified. And I loved that character, but the toy had one of those fucking sparker things that would shoot sparks but it you activated it by lighting it like a lighter dude the back of his backpack dude for real had two like wheels that you like did that like a fucking lighter yeah. and it was like here's basically a child's lighter it's cool as shit though. it was so fucking like cool. being 30 or 40 and designing toys for the kids it wasn't safe or smart but it is cool as fuck. Oh yeah, it does. You, those things live in separate houses sometimes. Uh, anyway, Spuds McKenzie got hit by a car in 1987. God, you. Hate so to hear here it. we. So. Uh... Let's do. I, I figured it's been a while since we've done like a bunch of history roads in a row, and yeah. we, do, we do like two or three, and people send in a ton of shit. So I'd say let's just jump right into the ads, and then let's just fucking coast into those history roads. Can I say it. something? Because we're kind of on a roll. Absolutely. I want to say two important things sure. before the ad. One tonight, as you're listening to this, is surrounded. It's mm-hmm. this month's surrounded. Mm-hmm. So come to the Hollywood Improv. It's going to be the fucking best time as it is every single month. It's so good. Thank you, Steve. Uh, early show at 7, late show at 9.45. Listen, this exclusive offer, if you could hear my voice right now, if there's room, you could stay from the early show through the late show if you want to come for both. Um, so do that. There should still be tickets on improv.com. If not, all the bio sections of all the things that I have have my direct.me link. And... Uh, this is also very exciting. It is, dude. Well, aside from that, that's very exciting. But. Oh, yeah. Uh, Byron told me that starting at either midnight tonight, has to be midnight tonight, Thursday. 
So today, as you're listening Friday, to this, Friday, you can now pre-order what will be the first Dynamic Banter vinyl best of Oh, record. shit. Friday, hit me. Okay, thanks, bud. Kind of left me kind of dry, Sam. I scratched you all day and you couldn't. Thank you. So what yes. this is will be carefully curated uh, the best bits from like, I think episodes like one through ten. From the first ten episodes, yeah. yeah. We got Alan Faustino on the art, which has been amazing. And then uh, Byron obviously uh, helped us cut it up and lay it out. And we went back and forth so many times. And uh, it's just going to be awesome to have. And we've been excited to make this for a long time and try to keep it a secret. But now there's going to be, I think we're going to do 300. The pre-order starts now. You won't get them for like months because You'll they take a long time to make. It. You'll probably forget about it. And then it'll just show up. It'll be a great surprise. You might not even want it by the time right. it comes out. You might hate us by the time it comes out. <laughs> it's true. It's 100%. And that's always a possibility. But we always. also said the same thing six years ago. And look at us now. Look at that boy's little tongue hanging out. <laughs> he just has a little... Are you kidding me, man? Like somebody trying to hide gum from a teacher. I just can't even with this boy. You got a little bit of tongue in this that, man. This boy is just everything you need in life. So anyway, if you're interested in the vinyl record, please go uh, pre-order it and uh, guarantee your spot to get one. And then That's we have um, whatever's left over from the Cloverfield shirt, mm. the John Ryan mm. shirt. And maybe there's one more. But all that stuff is available right now in the store, dynamicbanter.clothing. Also, don't think we're dumb. We've seen your guys wearing Cloverfield shirts. And we love the pictures you've sent us so far. You've tagged us in. You guys look great, hot, and sexy. Yeah. It's just like we like it. Uh, <laughs> so anytime you guys want to take pictures of your hot selves wearing our merch, we will always love to see it. Yeah. It gives us a nice little heartwarming tingle and how do you know if you're sexy or not look down are you wearing a shirt that says john ryan or cloverfields <laughs> yes answer is yes the answer is yes doesn't matter what your face looks like all right let's jump into these dang ads all right yes That's a little bit of that Neil Gosh. Busters. Guys, I want to thank Headgum. I want to thank the sponsors. I want to thank you guys for checking out the sponsors, utilizing our promo codes whenever you find this applicable to your interests, relevant to your interests. <laughs> I got that. It's like I go host a podcast with the terms and service. <laughs> <laughs> where yeah, where they just switch off the terms and services. Um, I don't know what that's like. Uh, I would hate that. But listen, Mike, Squarespace is one of our longest standing sponsors on the show. Yes. And rightfully so, because Squarespace is there for you if you want to build a website, you want to advertise your stuff, you just want a website. You want something out there called Jamie.com. I don't know, maybe that's taken already. There's no way Jamie.com's no not taken. No way. What about Jamie.com.com? Jamie's eggs.com. <laughs> 
It's a whole journey. You sell your own eggs. You sell your own eggs. It's just an option. For once. We're not saying to do that, especially if we're not allowed to. But you can do whatever you want, really, under under the terms of uh, good good person (laughs) and stuff and services. And Mike Falzone has a Squarespace website. You're absolutely right. People are always asking me about my dates, and I get to say, go to MikeFalzone.com. It's literally on the front page, and it just makes it easy. No matter how many social media accounts you have and we won't say any of them by name because it's not cool with the terms and services mm. but I will say it's important to have a one stop shop for all your your stuff especially if you make stuff you can have an online portfolio to help you get more jobs and it's really good to have something that you own that's yours so uh, you could do that very easily and make it look real good with no knowledge of like any kind of coding or whatever with a Squarespace yeah Mike's right and none of that was wrong Actually, <laughs> so if you go to I know Squ- two things about what <laughs> you just about said. It, and he was right. And if you guys, if you go to squarespace.com, you're gonna get that free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you use our special code squarespace.com/banter, and you're gonna save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com for that free trial. And when you're ready to make that website live and alive, and baby, yeah, yeah. You go to squarespace.com slash banter. You're going to get 10% off your first purchase of that website or domain. Thank you so much, Squarespace, from the bottom of it. Girl coughing. <laughs> are these new? Are any of these new? Those I feel like are I haven't noises, heard that beat. Those are the noises that happen in the dynamic banter oh, song. That's nice. Isn't that awesome? Man, what a fun time we have with these buttons. I know. I love it. Guys, and you know what else we love? Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Their premium CBD is going to keep your head clear and help you feel your best. CBD has been proven to greatly reduce anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And look, navigating that world of CBD can be complicated. It's like, what the heck even is it? Well, that feels... They make the process as simple as possible so you can start feeling better sooner. <laughs> sooner. <laughs> but guys, I um used feels the other night because I woke up in the middle of the night... And I was having night terrors. <laughs> what was it? There must have been something astrological about the something. Other night. Maybe the moon was angry, or there was maybe the moon was a pizza pie. It might have been a pizza pie the other night because yeah. I also woke up and I I had a bad night. I yeah. had like an anxiety ridden night, and but you know what I have on my nightstand? Mm. So I have that little dropper of feels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whenever I need a little extra boost, right whenever there I need the a nightstand. full tank of sleep drop some of those under my tongue and it's fast acting and uh it really it kind of ensures a deeper sleep i remember taking it the other night and uh i had dreams i had like very vivid dreams that i remembered when i woke up and i very rarely get that deep of a sleep so it's become a more regular part of my like staying asleep cycle sure yeah it's just actually helpful. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's like the bottom line. Like yeah. I, I, I totally couldn't go back to sleep 
this like particular night. I felt awful for some reason, and I took some feels, and I like just kind of sat on my couch and like opened up the window and got some fresh air. It was like three in the morning or something, Ooh, and like half an hour later, I was like sleeping like a baby. That's beautiful. Man. I was just and I was calm and I felt chill and it was like wonderful. It was yeah. it was really nice. If anyone's ever said the phrase chill out to you before yeah you're a candidate yeah for exactly <laughs> and guys it's safe it's natural it relieves pain nervousness sleeplessness without harmful side effects all that good stuff but look if you're like well all right let me check out for myself well then why don't you go to feels.com slash banter you're gonna get 50 percent off your first order with shipping and there's a cbd hotline that you can call if you have any questions at all whatsoever and that's awesome. And there's a little guide that tells you how much to take feeling certain ways and this or that. It's very easy to use. It kind of just simplifies the CBD experience as a whole and we enjoy it. Which isn't complicated to begin no, with. Not at all. But it's it's very nice and you're in good hands if you're uh, if you have any questions. Like sure. Sure. So please go to F-E-A-L-S dot com slash banter. That's feels.com slash banter. Become a member. Get 50% off automatically taking off your first order with free shipping. Thank you so much to Feels. Dude, halfway through that, it sounded like you said it comes with a little guy to help you. <laughs> and it comes with a man that'll help you. It comes with a little guy. Just some little guy. <laughs> Every package comes with a little guy. And if you're having trouble navigating the world of CBD, ask this little guy. <laughs> Everyone gets a little guy. And there's a little bit of food in there for him. You do the rest. That boy, the little guy likes lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's talk about a brand new sponsor. Really cool, really fun. We've heard from many of you that you have uh, little rugrats running around. You got some children's and uh, of your own that you play this podcast for in some strange way. But... This company called KiwiCo is perfect for you if you're a parent or if you're an uncle or an aunt or whatever, you got children in your life in some way. And by the way, I gotta be honest. Yeah. When we like hooked up with this company, they were like, do you have any kids? And we're like, no. Like who do you think you're talking to? And we then are the kids. I was like, I have nephews and you have nieces or you have like, you. there's a lot of young children in your life in a legal safe way <laughs> thank you thank you steve thank you steve and it's always good to make that perfectly clear yeah and so when and when they sent us a, a sample of what this kiwico stuff is i was so delighted yeah because it's essentially these building you could build these things out of these really cool wooden <clears throat> pieces it almost looks kind of steampunky and like kind of like uh handmade dude remember when you were in school and you would just read out of a book over and over again but then every once in a while <clears throat> your science teacher would bring in something that you could be hands-on with yeah either making like a little volcano or like or a doing DNA those bunsen burner or... <laughs> things where different <laughs> chemicals burn different colors yeah this is like that this is like um hands-on simple activities that you can do with your kids or your nieces or nephew or whatever and have a fun time learning about how things work it's learning too which is yeah. very important like i think you know obviously for people like mike and i 
I think we retained more knowledge when it was kind of fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think that's kind of universal. And I know it's like, well, not all of life is fun, so it can't all be that. You know what can be? This. And, yes, science. Have a kid who grows up believing in science by buying him (laughs) or her or they projects to do with you to learn about actually how things And we got spring coming, Mike. It's spring. It's summer. It's It's whatever. So good to learn about things during the spring. And and you get your kids to explore things around them and learn and get them curious about building and rainbows. You're 100%. Dude, this is actually very fun. I haven't started to put this together, but they sent me yeah, Mike, a lockbox. Dude, I love when they hit us up and they were like, okay, what do you think your kids would like? And I said, well, I would like the lockbox. <laughs> did, did you choose? I chose. I didn't get to choose. Well, they, they said, like, what's the age group of oh, the kids right, right. getting the thing? And I'm like, mm, 37. Yeah, uh, me? <laughs> and that's the thing. Once they came in the mail, so Mike's got this mechanical lockbox, yes. which is basically like a little safe. And it teaches kids how things work. Like, I don't know. Um, it teaches kids that sometimes you need to keep stuff in a safe. And it helps them discover the mechanics behind everyday objects, the science of cooking, geography, and customs from new cultures, brand new art techniques, just really positive, hands-on, cool stuff. And the one I got sent, Mike, is a ukulele. Like a full working a, it, ukulele? You build your own ukulele. What? And I have, I cannot wait to do it. You got to do and it. And this is for kids. You have to do it and you have to come in and play it. And then I want to look up exactly. videos that have done it and see if yeah. a small child has done it better than you. I'm going to build it. And then the next time we have a KiwiCo ad, I'm going to share it. You're going to sing the ad. I'll sing the ad. <laughs> Dude, but I just think it's so cool when something is for kids, but it sparks the interest of the big kids yeah. like us. And so I think for our audience, if you have kids, this is awesome. <laughs> if you don't have kids, this is awesome. You should check it out. Uh, it's really cool. So why don't you um, – oh, do we have to talk about this really quick? You just cultiv- cultivate your child's creativity. We talked about that. Do the part to encourage your children to be innovators. This is all stuff that we support. Yeah. We want – look – you give kids cool things like this, they're going to learn how to build cool things, and then we're going to have really cool things in the future. Yeah, think about how much cooler the lockboxes will be in, in the, the future. future if you start them off young. And the ukuleles, dude. That's crazy. We're going to have all sorts of ukuleles that you could put your value on. Um, and it's – you know what's funny, though, Mike? It does say there's something for kids of all ages, so – you know that is funny <laughs> so it is kind of like you know they know that big kids like it too which yeah. is really cool um all right well here's the deal you can step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a kiwi co subscription you get sent these building kits uh in the mail how cool is that and you get 30 percent off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code banter at kiwico.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code banter. Thank you, KiwiCo. We love it. Genuinely. (laughs) Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. My whole goddamn big boy heart. So are we we ready to jump into some H roads? I also have um, uh, uh, a gift for you. Okay, I'll take it. And, and Kevin has a gift. And for Kevin me. has a gift for me, but I don't know if you want that to be a show thing. I because it's illegal to have. You just don't have to react. Thing. Okay. I don't care. 
Is it illegal to have? Are they needle drugs? It might be needle drugs. Did Kevin smuggle needle drugs? <laughs> well, Kevin's gonna give me his first. Okay. Should... From... from Star Wars, from the Star Wars celebration, he got me a gift. What is the Star Wars celebration? It's a Star Wars convention. Uh huh. That is just Star Wars. Okay. So it's like panels and all sorts. It's of like Comic Con for Star Wars. This is a signed artwork. A signed oh, artwork. Signed still. Signed still. From Star Wars. From Star Wars. Signed by Mark Hamill's stunt double. <laughs> Mark Hamill's stunt double. Of him flying. What? Wait a minute. This is really rad. That's awesome, dude. This is really rad. It's so funny because, <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's beautiful. It looks like he's doing like an acrobatic. Oh, he got real hurt from that. Yeah. Does so Colin skeeping. Yeah, dude. We were like just laughing at it like it was a joke, and then the people who sold it to us were like going on and on about Colin, this guy, and how they know him how or they something. Know him and how, yeah. God, there's so many people that love. Dude, this is so rad. <laughs> it's so rad and it's hilarious. And it's fucking awesome like that's that guy yeah dude like, that's this the, is that guy that's right the there. smartest thing to do if you're that guy right is exactly find that. the frame where you look the coolest the person said that he hates doing it they have to like get him they're like can you just sign like 10 more yeah wow, he doesn't like signing he stuff like signing. what does he so do it's now rare. is he still a stunt guy still, unless he's too old now. right he might be too yeah. old damn uh, but this is like this is like <laughs> legit like there's a certificate of authenticity can i have that yeah <laughs> Let me devalue this for you. Can I touch it? And then give you something of zero value. Dude, I love that he doesn't like doing it. I know, me too. That's great. I love that you learned that about it too. They just drop him off a check for $10,000 a month. This is a great gift, Kevin. I, I love it. It's very good. Um, okay, Mike. What do you have to do to get one of these? You have to be I there when he does it? people that... That's why he hates it. There's eight people in the house. There's specific companies... That you like give your thing to, and they'll do like extensive, like forensic research on the signature and make sure it's authentic. Man, I wish there was like a number on this. I know for somebody that we could call, David, David well, Finn. We should scan that QR code. It says a lifetime guarantee of authenticity. So in fifty years, this will still be signed by this guy. <laughs> This, this is autograph- like an NFT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peace and love. <laughs> this uh, autograph is guaranteed as authentic on behalf of the Celebrity Ink Autographs by David Finn. Okay, so David Finn is the guy that authenticated. I need to talk to David Finn. Yeah. David Finn comes over your house if you scan the QR code. <laughs> you have to say his name three times and scan the QR code. Celebrity autographs. Celebrity autographs. <laughs> Dude, I need it for the soundboard. Just the sound of Simon snoring. Let's get, let's get one clean. right now you have to have that body to produce that sound and that's a fact it's it's unique to that it's like a baked potato with fur that could sniff your nosy move dude i'm so happy 
This guy's got some pretty cool autographs. <laughs> Dude, playing it when anyone's talking about something they're interested in. <laughs> so anyway, I got a show at the world famous Hollywood Improv. Okay. On Friday night. <laughs> 7 o'clock at 945. It's actually crowd work only, so... Well, I'm on this guy's site, but whatever. I, I don't think we could actually get a hold of it. I mean, we could probably email him or something. It can't be that hard to get in touch with that guy. I mean, it, right now. This is the kind of guy that's going to be like, I'm busy, and he's not. I'm busy. I'm watching... Um... Oh, give me a good Star obscure celebrity. <laughs> I'm watching Furnace and Lafon from the 90s WWF sign a stack <laughs> of 8 by 10 Dude, okay. I have this gift for you, Mike. Uh, I so I I don't know if you know this, but they have released some beloved characters from our childhood in Lego form, and they sell them in these little blind bags. Are you talking about? <laughs> you sound like you're really passionate about it. Something I'm passionate about. Are you talking about the Muppet I'm Legos? I'm talking about the Muppet Legos. Tight. So I bought a whole pack of six of them. Tight. And I got one double. Uh huh. And I would like you to have it. Thank you. Who is that? Oh, it's the Swedish chef, dude. It's the Lego Swedish chef that comes with a happy mater. It's a happy tomato. Fuck, I love it so much. And I love the Swedish chef because, one, he reminds me of my dad because he talks and talks. It doesn't make any sense. And we have such good memories watching him on that Muppet Family Christmas because he has such a fun bit in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I love him with his very human hands and his very, we have the same nose. Yeah. How come he's the only Muppet with human hands? Is that right? Yeah. I, everything I want to say after that is inappropriate and it doesn't feel right. (laughs) Caught it. I'm glad we got that. on. And I got it. And I caught it. (laughs) Um, Dude, I love it very much. Thank you. You're welcome, man. I hope you enjoy it. In the turkey in the fern. I bet if he completely shaved his head and eyebrows and hair and took off that hat and took off the nose, it would look like a fat belly with a belly button. It would look like a big fat his head is like a like a beer belly. You're right because it's shaped like Homer. Yeah. Like his head yeah. is the Homer shape. I love it. Thank you very much. You're welcome my friend. I hope you enjoy it for years to come. The dog ate it. <laughs> he thought that mater was a real mater. Mike is going to charge us for all these sounds, by the way. They're oh, NFTs. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls listening to dogs snoring. Love hearing dogs snore. <laughs> Holy shit, man. That's so funny. Blowing out the snoring dog sound. <laughs> Fuck, man. Dude, I'm so excited about our record. Dude, I'm so excited. To also. have a deep... Imagine having a DB record... 
and it has like plastic on it. And then you take it off, and the vinyl, I think, is going to be some kind of colored vinyl. Oh, it is? It's either going to be like a red or like a speckled oh, red, at least for the first 300. black and red is yeah, great. Something yeah, like that. That's cool. I can't wait. Damn. We should do Tic Tac colored ones for when we get to the Tic Tacs. <laughs> Dude, weird. I mean, Bits. the good thing is that we'll make like a volume of them if people like them. If they come right. out and no one wants them, it's not going to matter. Right. But feasibly... In however many years we could have like a little stack of like, <laughs> oh, dude, how funny is that? <laughs> I think it would like be funny in with as our fun. other records. Yeah, that's so stupid. And I just fun. bought a new record player that hooks up to uh, like a Bluetooth speaker. It's Audio Technica, non-spawn, but it hooks into your Bluetooth speaker, so you don't have to have like speaker wires running all over. And it's nice, and I love it. I love it, dude. God bless. This uh, history road comes from Jorge, and it says the DB therapist. Oh. Oh, you like that one? You like that one, little dad? You just little dad, and this is your mail. I love how his face is like, like when he moves his Can't face on the couch, it, it's still stuck that way. I think he doesn't even feel the couch under his face. Like you see how? His one eye open. Dude, have you, like, he looks like he's exhausted. But he does nothing. (laughs) How can you be so exhausted? Look at him. He could barely keep his eyes open. Yeah. He's He's just so. I think he's so comforted by being around around. activity. Yeah. Yeah. Or we exhaust him. I think dogs just, they, they, they need more energy. Yeah. Because they are, you know, like, in the wild, they needed to, like, be ready to, like, you know, get the fuck out. And now we feed them, so it's like, where does the energy right. go? And it's just, I mean, if you, if all you had to do uh-huh. all day was be cute and snuggle and eat food and then go for a little walk, some people you are sleep like that. All fucking day. Some, some real people, people do like do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> they get paid for it. If that was you, though, wouldn't you sleep all fucking day if that's all you had to do? I guess, but I'd also be probably depressed and my heart would stop at some point. That's why we got to keep this one up and moving. Because it'd be broken. It would be inactive. You would have an inactive heart. <laughs> he and died you... of inactive heart. <laughs> he Does that mean he never fell in love? <laughs> his, his wife left him and he died of an inactive heart. Inactive heart is my favorite Kenny Loggins song. <laughs> Dude, yes. Or inactive heart does sound like a sorry. Right, <laughs> like inactive heart. I'm like out a of touch. <laughs> inactive heart. Uh, Jorge says, "Hey, baby, be he's live from the digital view." Caught one at the end. Dude, Caught a small. It's. <sighs> How do we get this boy here every Thursday forever? <laughs> Making drinks in the diner. Do you want some drinks when you come and take a seat? Don't dress with me. Dude, Jorge's, Jorge's, Jorge's says, I'm here to ask if you guys are okay. Oh. I feel like I need to send someone over to you two boys. They are probably on their way over now. I think you boys in an institution would help society move forward. Damn. Anyway, little bits aside, my name is Jorge. I'm a clinical psychologist and have been listening to you both since Cloverfields and watched you both on SourceFed. He was like, so I think that I'm qualified to say that, that you, you both should be go. out 
you need to go to a hospital. <laughs> Check yourself into a hospital. You're sick. Yes. Also, you can't just play around and say that if you're licensed. What if a professional hit you up and said, you need to go to a hospital. You're sick. That's what's happening right now. But like... <laughs> I've had doctors say that to me before. But what if it's just someone who's been listening to you <laughs> since and watching you? Yeah. It's and a I've doctor. The, it took me 12 years. And they're to... like, I don't even need to be your doctor to know that you need to go to a hospital. You're yeah, you sick. don't need to fill out that pack of paper that's like your medical history. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. I know. Would you trust that guy and just go check into a hospital? No, not if I have stuff to do or else yeah, hungry. I'm kind of busy too. Does he have a reason? Um, he says, I've been listening to you both since Cloverfields and watched you both on SourceFed. I even went to a pre-screening of 10 Cloverfield Lane and met you both. Remember that? This was a while ago, but I was the one with the bootleg Cloverfield shirt. I remember that. I don't in, remember him, but I remember that shirt. In my defense, you guys didn't have merch yet, so I had someone make me a shirt. Yeah, sounds like when we go to the hospital, you'll be hearing from Saul. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you get slipping Jimmy. Dude, that's the next uh that's the next spin-off. It's us. But Saul is our <laughs> is our lawyer. our lawyer, and it's called "You're Gonna Hear from Saul." We just gotta get Chris to put us in the last episode of Better Call Saul. Why hasn't and anyone just put us in the back of something yet? I don't know. We're getting there. We're close. <laughs> I can feel it. Closer feels. Can you feel it, Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, make something. Make a goddamn amazing. Movie finally, piece of shit. and put us in the background. <laughs> you ungrateful fuck. <laughs> Kevin, we earned $150 to stand in the background. You <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Just have us in the background so we can make you laugh and yeah. stuff. You're, I think what's hurting your career is putting us uh, in focus in the front. Yeah, you gotta put us in the background. <laughs> that, this, I think that's what this guy's getting at. You guys yeah. need to stop being in charge of your own thing yeah. where you have complete creative control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about the rest of this now. Um, it says, uh, also, I was around to see the ladies after the movie fight the theater workers for shirts. Remember that? The shirt. People the are people, so horny about shirts. They're so horny for free shirts. Yeah. I also remember that I was able to talk to Mike, and I even asked him if he would sign my shirt. And I refused to take off my sunglasses, and I spit on his pad of paper. Exactly. I'm glad you did that. This is his super his villain origin story. Yeah, and he didn't like it. He agreed, <laughs> but before even signing, he immediately ran away from me. He went up the theater stairs, and I stood there surprised and confused. But then I realized he was looking for something, and I think at that point he forgot about me. LOL. Anyway, this moment could have been my villain origin story. Huh. Listen, if I ran away from you randomly... There's a reason. There was a more important thing going yeah. on. I wouldn't just run away nah, and stand nah. in the corner and stay still nah. until you forgot I've about me. I've seen you stick around and say hi to everybody. Oh, of course. And if I'm running, like you got to give me a up. reason to run. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I often listen to this podcast right before my sessions with clients. <laughs> Dude, you're the one. This, is, this guy needs to go to the hospital. You're the sick one. <laughs> We're the victims. You're sick, sir. Dude, imagine. So I'm the therapist and I have my headphones in. Yeah. When I put this headphone in, just start pressing buttons. Okay. Okay. What do I have? I have a 230. Robert Gibson coming in at 230. One of my favorite clients. Time to get ready. 
Robert, let's Just talk about your mother. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to talk about your mother. Man, imagine that. I love it. That's insane. That is insane. Um, <laughs> I don't think we're healthy. Uh, and lately, I've been thinking of introducing horn sounds in my sessions so things lighten up a bit. Ha ha ha. Not wow. really. Dude, but I think it would be hilarious. If you were like, I think I finally realized that I was... <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I think I was finally realized that... Think about it. I was molested at my daycare. What? Why'd you? And then that make it kind of fun for a second before we get into the real dark stuff. Just wanted before, to make you laugh. And before we deal with that, sorry to distract. We're you. gonna. I'll do this. I'm sorry to distract you. <laughs> and why don't you go ahead and grab those tissues right there? Those are the ones you can use. Honky honky. Every time you sounds like you blow your nose. It sounds like your nose is blowing funny. Yeah. No, I think you need to. I don't think horns are the answer. I don't think those are maybe for some people, but we'll see. It's a clown. (laughs) To all the people listening to this, if this even gets in the podcast, Steve and Mike are not mentally ill and cleared of all potential diagnosis. How can I trust them? Diagnoses. They are not in danger. Please, this is a serious message. (laughs) They are not a danger to anyone. That's a professional saying we're not a danger to anyone. My money don't jiggle jiggle. It folds. Uh, Love the podcast. And Mike, I'll be seeing you at the Improv this Friday. I love it. What a great organic uh, advertisement for the And he's going to be there. So you should, and he put his number down, but you should just talk to him. If you bring that t-shirt, I'll have you taken away. (laughs) We'll have Bob Odenkirk arrest him. (laughs) Somebody call Bob Odenkirk. Wait a minute. Ryan Faroki sent an email. (laughs) How long ago? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, 10 years ago, he says, I'm so sad about this job. I hate it. <laughs> Please, this is serious. The subject of this email is, I hate editing this, this podcast. <laughs> if you receive this, let's talk about it right away. Yeah. If you don't respond, I'll know you don't care. What if it says, like, don't, don't tell Kevin I said this? <laughs> <laughs> don't read it around Kevin. Um, I saw him steal some pens from Mike's <laughs> office. Oh, you stole my, my, uh, he stole what his are favorite my pen. uniballs? Yeah, he's st- stealing his uniballs! Ryan says, says you like, like, you like, you like. Ryan says, uh, you've likely seen this, but just in case you haven't, H. John Benjamin's jazz music, I present to you... Yeah, somebody sent us this already, I think. H. John Benjamin of Archer and Bob's Burgers playing piano on his jazz album with the jazz band he hired. Note, he 100% cannot play the piano. Dude, that is such a fucking funny thing to do. To hire... A full band. A full band of jazz musicians... And to just sit down at an instrument <laughs> and take lead and have no <laughs> working knowledge of that instrument, that's so fucking funny. And everyone just has to keep playing. Imagine the face, like sunglasses, <laughs> cigarette hanging out of the mouth, just like de- expressionless. 
Like really yeah, in it, yeah, Kirby sweating. Hancock. All right, let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> this song's called "I Can't Play Piano," <laughs> Part One. That's so good. Dude, it's that's such a fucking funny idea. It's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, imagine playing this in a coffee shop. How do you not like so I'm guessing they're all recording this together and they have live mics all how are you not like dying? I know. They they're probably they might be annoyed by it because they're like real. No, musicians. they're getting paid. I guess that's true. They know what it is. No one, no one hired those people and was like, "Just so you know." Right. Yeah. Right. 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 This is gonna be maybe the this best thing you've ever been a part of. <laughs> you have to behave. He just does this. <laughs> and we put a piano under my hands. He does this all day. And if you yeah. put a piano, under if this was on vinyl, I would buy this. It might be. I'm sure it is. What it's called I, would John, it be in the jazz section. John Benjamin Jazz Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's so funny. Dude, that's the new thing. I'll pretend that I'm in the horn section, but I'll just use my mouth. Megan sends in a bishop spit road. Are we going to learn more about it? I really hope so. Do they really? Will you send me a link? Do you pull that up? <laughs> it's on vinyl? Oh, great. I need it bad. Imagine putting that on at a nice dinner party or something. Dude, imagine getting a check if you're John Benjamin for like $50,000 a year because you made that. Right. That's great. It's brilliant. You know how hard I tried in music? I know, and it's so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah. Um, Megan says, Bishop Spit Road, hi boys, my name is Megan. I'm in. Uh... In regards to Bishop Spit, one definition of spit is a long, thin piece of land that sticks out into water. Oh, nice. So that's what it is. Between <clears throat> sleed ooze and ham ooze in a marsh. What? Nearby is a nature preserve called Bishop Saltings. Which is a what? <laughs> Oh, oh no! <laughs> He's like, what is that? That's Dude, not imagine sound. you're like fully relaxed and then you wake up because there's a sound and everyone in the room is looking laughing at you at all times. And laughing yeah. also. I'm sorry, you got your privacy time. I'm sorry. I, mean, I know you're exhausted and you need your sleep. <laughs> I know we walked you around the block this morning. <laughs> um, nearby's nature preserve called Bishop Saltings. That's all I've got. Love you guys. Please keep me cry with laughter making me cry with laughter please keep crying please, me please with make laughter. me cry dude i uh i loved it thank you mina sends an email mina from dracula says that's uh, my favorite christopher columbus ship <laughs> the mina the mina almost was... convicted of a felony while listening to db not our fault i'll say it right off the bat we need we need chris mccaleb back to give us legal advice Do better call cons- chris <laughs> 
Dear Mike and Steve, my name is Mina. It's pronounced like Tina, but with an M. Thanks, Anyways, dude. Thank you, dude. Don't say my name. <laughs> Did you think I was going to say Minna? <laughs> oh, yeah, Minna. Minna's my favorite uh, uh, fish to eat. This is my friend Mina. <laughs> Minas. Minna the bear. The Mina. She might not come over. Minna is the, the number after eight. Anyway, don't say my name. I'm a longtime born boy and first time horn honk. Horn? Over the past year and a half, I've listened to every episode of this Bop It cast multiple times because you two are always able to drown out the other voices in my head or make them laugh along with me. Hmm. I don't... That's interesting. Ask the psychiatrist if that's possible. <laughs> the psychiatrist should hear this episode. Eh. Uh, jealous, jealous mommy that you want to talk to the psychiatrist. So they, mommy really needs someone to talk to. So thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping me company during the many hours it took to feel like myself again. Oh. Anyways, tomorrow, June 3rd, is my birthday. Fuck what yeah. is that? What's today? Happy birthday. It's Tomorrow's June, June 3rd. Yeah, so yeah. happy birthday. It's your birthday. Yes. And I'll be at Mike's Surrounded Show all by myself. Get the fuck out of my asshole. On her birthday. This is awesome. You all by yourself. You're going to get got so oh, bad. You better sit in the circle. You got to sit in the circle, you dude. got to. I'll buy you, if you're listening to this, which you are. Mina. Thank you, Mina. I know I'm going to forget your name tomorrow, but I, if you remind me, I will get you dessert on me. That's nice. At the Surrounded Show. That's nice. Yes. That's I'll nice. put your dessert on me at the surrounding. Uh, and then will you sing happy birthday to her? Yes. I love that. I will buy you birthday bond me at the surrounded show. Um, so yeah, so she's going to be at your surrounded show all by herself. I love it. Saying because that's how I like to spend my birthdays. Fun, sad and fun. And on Saturday, I'll be going to Disneyland with some classmates. Oh yeah. Which is pretty much like meeting Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you'd like to call me and wish me a happy birthday, here's my number, presumptuous. And I'd also tell the History Road. <laughs> Ding. And I'll tell the History Road much better than over email. But in case I don't answer or you just don't want to call me, here's my History Road. It's her birthday and she already has a ticket to the show. Yeah, you're already getting all sorts of good shit. Going to Disneyland on Saturday? Shit. I'm saying you should call her, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Wait, well, let's read the History Road. And then we'll see if we oh, I thought have that a reason to call her. Oh, call never mind. <laughs> Yeah. You're already taking up too much time. The History Road is here if it's good. <laughs> if there's something to, to ask about it, we'll yeah. know. Uh -huh. Back in January, I was flying to San Diego from North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> as a 22-year-old born boy, I thought it, it was going to feel like a coming-of-age movie. Like you were going to fuck someone in your car? To move across the country, but I was actually just stressed out. The anxiety plus the turbulence and the bonkers DB episode. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's when you're on a plane and you feel turbulence and somebody's doing that. <laughs> someone on the plane doing that. <laughs> on the stopping wing. the plane. Um, and the bonkers DB episode I was listening to all combined to create a goblin in my stomach. And the goblin was recooking the food in my tummy on a stovetop. <laughs> That's gross. I had to poop. Bad. Walked over. 
<laughs> I had to drop an anvil in the bathroom. But no worries. I got an aisle seat for this exact reason. Someone was using the lavatory, but hey, no worries. I simply waited patiently, and by the time the man opened the door and stepped out the bathroom, I was already standing and walking towards the lavatory. What was that? Word? That what camera happened? makes that noise? Camera exploded? What's that smoke? <laughs> can you make it more? Can you smoke it more? Kevin ran to that camera to try to fix it. <laughs> we got a mic on Kevin's feet. Um. <laughs> what? Uh, there's one underneath there if you need it. I mean, if you need it. I waited patiently, and by the time the man opened the door and stepped out of the bathroom, I was already standing and walking towards the lavatory. I saw him wave to his friend to come to the lavatory, but it was too late. I was already standing with a poo-poo stomach, which meant that the next time I sat down, it had to be on a toilet. So I passed the waving man and enter. I used the bathroom as it was intended. And because of the intensity of my poop, I wipe everything down, every surface after I'm finished, just for peace of mind. But because of the smell and the lack of any fragrance spray, I was never going to leave it in a better place than I came in. So be it. Is it a crime to have smelly poops? Nope, we are all guilty of it. No, everyone has smelly poops. Everyone. You, um, I think Outcast said that. Yeah. I know you like to think that your poops don't smell... But lean a little bit closer, see, roses, everyone's poop smells. I'm outcast. Outcast 3000 sign. Outcast 3000. Uh, shortly after I sit back down, the stewardess comes up to me and asks, were you just using the lavatory? So then I think to myself, is it really a crime to have smelly poops? Am I being confronted because I pooped so smellily on a plane? How humiliating is this? Can everyone smell it? In this quick second, I was reminded of the history road of the guy who shit himself on the plane. I answer her honestly. Yes, I was in the bathroom. And she completely floors me with her next question. <coughs> Were you smoking in there? I tell her absolutely not with shock and whiplash. I love that movie. Did my poop smell like cigarette Shock smoke? And Whiplash was the name of that toy that shot sparks. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> the two guys. Uh, she tells me that the smoke detector might be malfunctioning and that the captain might have to put my name in his report, but not to worry about it. <laughs> As she leaves, I'm totally worrying about it. I remember another story someone told me about how on the way back from Miami during spring break, a sorority girl vaped in the bathroom and the stewardess told her that the police would be waiting for her when they landed. Dude, that's a good reminder. Please come to the sorority crowd work show that's right. tonight at 7 Bring your vape friends. Your vape parents. Bring your vape friends. Bring your vaped friends. Despite the fact that pooping caused this whole problem, I was very glad that I had already pooped. Otherwise, I would have shit myself right then and there. So she pooped and then the captain was like, I'm going to have to write this up? She pooped and then the stewardess came over and said, flight attendant came over and said, were you smoking in there? <laughs> and they said no. And then that was that. But, okay, hold on. It's not done yet. Um, 
The DB episode I was listening to faded in the background as I prayed earnestly to God that the captain's report wasn't just a nickname for the no-fly list. <laughs> then I did some recon to find out the guy before <clears throat> me's seat number so I could sit ra- so I could rat him out the instant the stewardess made eye contact with me again. But 15 minutes later, the stewardess taps on my shoulder from behind and tells me that the man confessed and that she was glad I was being honest. That's the whole story. Thank you, gentlemen, again for everything, Mina. So the so, man who went into the bathroom before, before was smoking. smoking. Whoa. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Man, nicotine really got a hold on some of these baby boys and girls. Um, I don't want to call this person, but when you see them tomorrow, <laughs> Mike, I want you to ask them if it smelled like smoke in there when they went in. When you were shitting. Yeah. When you fell from heaven. Dude, and you were shitting? She said she shit, right? Yeah. So you're in there for a long time. I bet the guy who smoked was like, thank goodness, this person's going to drop dirt eggs and cover up the smell, and they're in there forever, so if they do think it's someone, it's them. Right. Yeah. Damn. But I'm glad they confessed, too. That's nice. Don't smoke in general, and then don't smoke in the bathroom. All right. Let's do one more. Okay. Nate says, I love you from prison. Call him. Hello, bike and sleeve. I'm a correctional sergeant at a maximum security prison in NorCal. Damn, darn. So I witness a lot of uh oh whoopsies (laughs) during a typical shift. I feel like you're not allowed to say that. We're not allowed to have that information. My latest incident involved multiple inmates battering each other with food trays in the dining hall. Damn. Typical Thursday. Damn. Just aggressive boys. After everything calmed down, my supervisor and I gathered staff for an after-action review. Mm -hmm. My lieutenant wasn't in a great mood, so he finished his not-so-encouraging statement with, (laughs) Maybe everyone should pay more attention to seating assignments so that we don't have another con versus con food fight. And then he stands up, everyone's dead silent and a little nervous for their job, and he goes, Con versus con was my favorite. Uh, uh My favorite Nicolas Cage movie. My favorite movie starring Godzilla dressed as King Kong. It was Nicolas Cage versus Godzilla. Con Air versus Kong. (laughs) Nicolas Cage in a plane. Con versus Kong. With other celebrities (laughs) versus King Kong. Cons versus Kong. Yeah. A bunch of inmates versus fight, King Kong. Fist fight. King yeah, they're Kong. like all over him. They hit him it. with trays and shit. <laughs> they're like hanging off. Dude. And that's, they have to fly. They have to manufacture a giant lunch tray. Yeah. And hang it from a plane driven by uh, Nicolas uh, Cage and hit it and swing it and hit King Kong. And then like shank it with the, the little knife, the prison Fuck, knife. Man. Fuck. Hope everybody's okay. As soon as he was done talking, I immediately followed up with Con Food Fighting is my favorite disco song from the 70s. Mm-hmm. The whole room laughed, including my boss. That's funny. So I scored some points and boosted morale thanks to you. Not fired yet. Great job. Wow, he killed the moment of tension right. with a fun joke. By dismissing the problem at hand Yeah. to make a joke. Yeah. That's called um, deflection. That's a deflection, deflection style. and... Uh, uh, morale. <laughs> Boosting morale. Deflection via morale. <laughs> My favorite Disney villain. Boys, I can't tell you how thankful I am to your sh- to have your show in my weekly routine and frequently on my mind. 
My sister Maddie got me hooked on the show since the backyard chicken days. Thank you, Maddie. And it is such a lighthearted, honest removal from the negative environment I work in. Please know you are making a positive difference in people's lives. And as always, shout out to those lost in the digital void. Much love, Nate Montoya. That's for you, Nate. No. You moved the, the microphone. The microphone placement's off. Nate, thank you so much. That's awesome. Thank you for the work you do. My goodness. Um, also, we have... So, Pat, uh, Chad, really quick, sent a thing. I'm not going to read his whole email, but I think we got uh, an ending to this Pat Sajak Scooby-Doo impression. We got a continuation. Okay. Remember we heard just the end of it? And it was in, very in bad. the last episode, it was really funny. Because he goes... Let me tell you something. And he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Remember? It was yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. 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 Yes. Why are you upset? <laughs> I felt like you weren't. I felt like you didn't no, remember. No, I'm on board. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you got so mad at me real fast. I just, I, after that fight in the cafeteria, I'm ready to join. <laughs> um, so here's the rest of it, I guess. It happens at 45 seconds in this video. So let's go to 45 Oh, right. Seconds. We needed an ending to the story. Yeah. Let's see. Someone's just recording it off of TV. I'll take an S. There you go, we got one. Uh, $500 for each of the two S's. I'd like to solve. Well, you know, if you solve, there's a $7,000 jackpot. Go ahead. Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. Whoa! Wow! I have just one thing to say to you. Oh, 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 oh. That's $8,000. <laughs> Dude, there was some, we it's, call it sweetening in the biz. It's awkward. That got a little sweetened at the end, I th- had to have. Because that was an awkward. It's so awkward. That was super awkward, so you know the laugh wasn't right. a great laugh. And they got to end the show. <laughs> yeah, they probably added anyway, like, clapping in Join there. us next week. Yeah. Because we'll do the next show. Fuck. I wish I didn't do that, and we'll be here on Tuesday. Friday, do it. Ruby, do. Um. All right. Well, thank you, Chad, for sending that in. Yeah, very We've, helpful, Chad. Yeah, we got the end of that thing in there. I knew it was weird. I knew it would have gotten even weirder after that. Yeah, it was wow. awkward. I love it. I think the whole clip Dude, is worth it. I I want even more. Me I want too. to like look at the people yeah. hearing it. Everyone is pretty awkward in the moment. I'm curious as to what the producer cut to after yeah. that. I, I have more questions. Yeah. We just want the whole episode. Yeah. Let's watch the whole episode in VR someday. I want the Da Vinci Code <laughs> of that, but it's just based on that you awkward want interaction. Enhance. Yeah. Zoom in and enhance this bit. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the show. What a fun, fun time. What a monumental show. We had Simon. Thank you, Simon, Simon. for being here. Our brand new producer, Kevin's here, making sure the shit doesn't go off the rails, even though it does, regardless of who else is in the room. Thank you for being here to support us through so many different episodes. And we're so excited to bring you this vinyl uh, start of this vinyl collection. That's best of. And we hope that you go pre-order that um, on dynamicbanter.clothing. There's some leftover t-shirts from the last drop. So pick those up if you want them. Thank you so much for all the people already on the way as we speak. As you're hearing this, to the Surrounded Crowd Work Show at the Hollywood Improv Lab. Taking a shower, getting looking nice. Anyone in a correctional facility kind of making sure things are quiet, thank you to you. 
Thank you to anyone trying to explain why they're laughing so hard on a bus based on the or a plane. Or, or a plane. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> and thank you, Ryan Ferrelke. Thank you, Ryan. Leia, Princess Leia. Princess Leia Shabarge. Elda Barge. <laughs> she yelled at me so hard. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. Thank you, Chrissy Chazé, for helping us with... <laughs> gonna hate it she's gonna hate it so much i love it it's but, a good shout out yes but thanks to everyone who makes this show good and thank you mike and thank you headgum and kevin and everybody and we'll see you next uh, next season on thank dynamic you. banter we hope you enjoyed the very final episode of Dynamic. that was a headgum podcast <laughs>